I do declare there's been a murder on this podcast. Climb aboard the podcast, little boys and girls. You may, you my new best friends. Savannah. You my new best friends. Where Hello, where's this Ned. coming from, Russell? Give what? give give us uh give our listeners some context. Um, welcome, fellow travelers. We'll just go from one voice to another. Uh, my name is Russell Tyndall. Uh, my co-host is Nettie P. Nettie Pruitt. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is an Adventure Time podcast. We're talking about Mystery Train this episode. Uh, sort of. We'll see how much we stay on topic, but we usually do a pretty good job. Um, and yeah, this this whole thing, y'all been here, y'all y'all know the things, but in case you're new. Uh, welcome. We love you immediately. As soon as you start listening, you are our favorite. Uh, don't tell the others. And yeah, it's it's an Adventure Time podcast where I've never seen the show before and Ned seems to love it. Yes. And <laughs> I'm just kidding. He loves it very much. It is I very love important. I very much. Um, yeah. And, and we're just going through each episode. So we're talking about Mystery Train, which is, as we talked about last week, a birthday episode for our boy Finn. Our Finn turns 13. Our baby boy, boy episode. Big I know, boy. I mean, it's exciting. Now, I had qualms. I had qualms really? immediately. You know? He's a big boy now. Not not with him being a big boy. Not Jake. Awesome birthday present from Jake. So, Mystery Freaking Train is an awesome, awesome birthday present. Well, My qualms, that's where all their money goes. We, we learned that all their treasure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were wondering what they do with it. They, they just ball out for birthdays. They've, Jake, Jake hires a bunch of candy actors, a ton of actors. He rents out a whole train. Mm-hmm. He sets up like uh, an entire like gelatin pit at the bottom of a pit, a random pit in the middle of nowhere with all their friends. It's pretty great. Yeah. Well, that was my qualm, man. Was like, okay. this is Finn's birthday. And what? There's no BMO. There's no Marcy. There's no Good BB. Points. Like, so like I'd be bummed out if I were Finn. And Jake playing this great surprise party and freaking none of his like best friends are there. Yeah. And you know, he's got to be bummed that Marceline's not there. I mean, yeah. at, at your birthday, you're that age. You're like, you got to invite my crush, you know? I don't know, man. Well, I was like, I was like, maybe Jake has this as like the surprise was a birthday present. And just at the end of it, they were just going to be like cake, but no, there maybe is another yeah. party later. That's like an official party. But yeah, yeah, I was like so. really bummed that like... But it would give it away if they were there and maybe he didn't want to be too depressing if like all his best friends are dying, you yeah. know? Like we did see your first sexy character, which was um, the Cupcake guy. Yeah, Mr. Cupcake. For a bit. Mr. Cupcake, Just yeah. for a bit there. Just, yeah, before... Was it before leaving the station where Mr. Cupcake was in there? Uh, he's on the train... Yeah, I think it's like right at the beginning of the episode. I can't remember if they leave or not, but he's definitely on the train. Yeah, yeah. Well, and again, man, I was I was so curious, so peculiar that there is a train in the Candy Kingdom. And and obviously they, they go, and everywhere they go on the train is still in the Candy Kingdom. And I was like, does this train like connect to different kingdoms? Does it just take you more towards like all the outskirts of the Candy Kingdom? Like to the, what, the quote unquote like towns that we talked about, like... Is there like a little like gumball town? Is there a little like taffy, like the taffy yeah. forest? Um, and maybe this is just a tour to Candy Kingdom train, you know? 
Yeah, which you would think they would have been on by this point. I'm sure it's not the first time they're on a train. Yeah. But it seems like it's, he's like, oh, you bought me a train. So maybe it's, it is like a, a newer thing for Finn, uh, which is interesting. I, I never thought of it like that. Maybe it's his, it's not his first train ride, but certainly, I don't know, for some reason, like that mindset reminds me of a Roni Kitchen episode where they're terrified of trains because of the, like, it's set in the, like an ancient Japanese era um, where like before all that technology had come. Anyways, that's random side. That's not even yeah. the side I wanted to get on. I had plenty of tangents for this episode, but <laughs> plenty of train facts for this. Aroni Kenshin's not one of them. Great anime, <laughs> not one of them. I was, um, I was like, I've never, I've never heard of that one, man. That's like a, that's a deep cut one. Yeah. Oh, that's like my favorite, dude. The red-haired samurai with a scar, the cross-shaped scar on his face. Oh, maybe I have. Maybe that's I have. like one. That's my like go-to childhood like. My stepbrother, I think I've talked about it on the podcast, actually. My stepbrother would be over and I would go downstairs Saturday night and just hope Toonami had Aroni Kenshin on. Like it, okay. Yeah. yeah, it means a lot to me. I, I really love that one. Maybe, but anyways, yeah, I haven't heard you reference that one yet. So, I mean, that's yeah, just a first for me. Yeah, it's like how often is uh, Adventure Time going to be talking about the Meiji era of Japan? Yeah. You know? <laughs> Not so. very often. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, I don't know. Well, overall, anyways, man, like I, I just, you know, kicking this episode off, you know, we talked about it a little bit, but like, what was your, your gut feeling? How does this, how does this fit into season two for you? Uh, fits in fine. I, I don't really have any complaints. I think this was a fun episode. I enjoyed watching it the whole time. I realized I am super gullible with Adventure Time as I talked about a little bit last week where, you know, I, they had me, Jake had me the entire time. I watched back through it the second time. I was like, I was so dumb. You see him slipping away. He's mm-hmm. not paying attention when the conductor's there. He's like always like so obsessed with the schedule. Got to see the schedule. Got to get a schedule. Schedule, 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 schedule. You know, like yeah, pretty ridiculous. And yeah, so, there was a there was a huge list yeah, I found of me. like all the reasons why you could realize that it was a uh, a, a ploy by Jake. And you got the the conductor. The conductor's just like, "Happy birthday, Finn." You yeah, know, and like, if it's you so really, obvious. if you really like, yeah, you can hear it's Jake's voice. And there's kind of moments in the episode where like. You can tell it's kind of Jake using one of his like little Jakey voices kind of thing. Yeah, you know? but I I felt so dumb. You know, I, I was four, just like, man, they got uh, me. All right, I got three specific ones that like maybe are a, a little less obvious, but like every time a passenger is murdered, the candy people remain uncharacter uncharacteristically calm. But yeah, in slumber what? party panic. It's revealed that when they get scared, they explode. Well, Remember, that, oh, so <laughs> nobody's well, exploding. I was, I was so like thrown off by that. I was like, why are they all so calm and so okay with like a murder happens right in front of them? Not even just a murder, but the entire body goes away and just a skeleton remains. And I, yeah. and I in my mind, like, why is everybody the first calm? time I watched it, I was like, what is going on with these people? <laughs> you know, they're also like doing yeah. like one of them's like playing fiddle or whatever the pineapple guy was doing, you know, reading sheet music. And it's just like, man, there's murders happening all around you and you're just yeah. vibing out. Yeah. Another one, another one that's not even just like the calmness is that the conductor, when he skates away at one point uh, and he gives Finn his birthday regards, there's a pink smudge on the wall where the conductor's hand was. And which is the evidence for like the Jake face paint, whatever. Maybe it was icing. I don't know. Like, dude, I um, paused on that and I was like, oh, that's a mistake that the, I just thought it was like a mistake done by the, the artist themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh man, how'd they miss that? (laughs) <laughs> but clearly there was a purpose yeah. for it. Yeah. And then, and then the last one, which is the one that, you know, obviously Jake 
wanted Finn to, to figure it out and like figure it out sooner than later. Cause he keeps dropping little hints. And then like, I think Jake's really proud of his conductor stretching abilities. Cause he comes in and he states that he's like, man, I'm pretty cool and awesome. And then once he leaves and Finn disagrees, Jake hastily replies, no way, man, that conductor is cool and awesome. And like, it says <laughs> yeah. the exact same thing, you know, so it's, it it's pretty so obvious <laughs> that it's Jake the whole time. It's so good, dude. I, I mean, know. So yeah. I mean, what did you think? Like, oh, yeah. It goes back to my theory when we were talking about Guardians of Sunshine and that um, when they get into the video game itself, that like Finn is better at adventuring in real life than playing video games. And this one, I was like, man, Finn's better at adventuring and heroing than he is at playing detective because he's a terrible detective. Pretty you know? bad. But, pretty but bad. for what it's worth, like... No, I don't know. Yeah, he's pretty bad. The clues that he puts together at the end of the episode are so random and none of them make any sense. Like, mm-hmm. oh, gosh, I, I can't even, he's looking at a dictionary and he circles random words on like five different pages or three different pages. I know it's, the, a conclusion. He goes, Oh, the murderer is, you know, and then they all die right in front of him. You know? Yeah. That's, well, that's why I realized I'm like Finn with, in my detecting abilities. Cause I feel like anytime I'm watching like a mystery movie, I'm like, that's important. That's I, I'm like taking every single note down and I'm like, that's important to, to the ending. Like we, you gotta, you gotta not remember that part. And like, none of it's important. None of it ties together. And I miss the whole big picture, you know? I think that's why I was so impressed with knives out because I was like, I really do feel like everything matters so much in that film. Yeah. It's one of the few mystery films where it's like, Oh, they actually wrapped up or it felt like they wrapped up just about everything that they were doing, you know, and, and they brought it all together and everything had some sort of a meaning, even if it wasn't for the murder, it's like the baseball represents something, you know? And like when they tell early on in the movie, they're like, Oh, we all had a way of communicating with our dad. That was different than, you know, like for each person, like you had to find a game with him and the game for the daughter was like the translucent paper or whatever it is, you know, where you like put it next to heat and the message appears and it tells her, at the end of the movie, like your husband's cheating or whatever, like yeah, such a good, such a good movie. Weird, yeah, it's weird a really to see good Daniel Craig doing a British or an, an American Southern accent, but yeah, which is what which is what we opened up the episode with. If you didn't catch I the reference, I do declare that it is the greatest accent I've ever heard. <laughs> Sorry, and it's just Daniel Craig doing it too. But <laughs> it's so weird. It's well, that's so the good. funny part too. Is like you know, this is a mystery train. It was a, episode was originally titled Murder Train, um, not hmm. Mystery Train. And I think Jake had initially made it to be a Murder Train, uh, like a murder train adventure for Finn to go on, not necessarily. And, and Finn turns it into a mystery train because yeah, probably so Jake. Yeah. After the first murder, Jake was like, it's probably the conductor. Like you should go fight the conductor and he yeah. wants him just to have an adventure and fight the conductor, not necessarily to turn into like detective Finn. But the, the, the mystery was so much more fun. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was fun and funnier and everything. So I've been wanting to do like a, I think that'd be such a great party idea. Honestly, just a murder mystery party. I've thought about that. I'm like, how do you even put that put that together? Yeah, apparently they're they're really elaborate to put together. Just like Jake's, like he had to have all those fake skeletons. He had to have everybody on board. He had to have like so much moments where the train goes into darkness. You know? (laughs) Did you did you have like a a birthday? Uh, It made me think back to like favorite birthdays in the past. Is there one that sticks out to you as like 
that's like quintessential childhood birthday moment. Because this has got to be for Finn. Like, that's going to be a birthday that he remembers for the rest of his life. Yeah, man. I think when I... It was either 13 or 14 for me. I just asked my mom, could my friends... We I think we all went to like a movie or something like that because everybody did that for like birthdays in their teens. But then we came back and all had like spend the night at my house. But I was like, I just want to be a messy 13-year-old. And so my mom was like, we had soda can wars where we like sprayed each other with soda. We filled up like pantyhose with flour and like beat the crap out of each other. And it just oh like, God. it creates like such a mess and like oh basically had like food fight or something. It was, it was like, wow, I just asked my mom, funny. like I want to just go make a mess in the backyard with all the stuff I'm not normally allowed to do. That's awesome. So that was pretty awesome. One kid put bars of soap in the pantyhose and just, <laughs> just knocking people out. people out. What about <laughs> you, man? Uh, I, I don't remember much about it. I remember bits and pieces cause I was so young. But when I was really young, I was obsessed with Batman and I had Batman come to my party and like he did like balloon animals at some point, but he was dressed up. It was such a, like I remember, and I, there's a photo of it with him kind of like having his cape around me um, and kind of crouching down beside me. I'm very young, um, but I remember his story for why he was there was he was flying over with the Batmobile to Gotham and he just noticed some balloons for a birthday for some kid, you know, and he's like, I'm going to stop by and make this kid's day. You know, and like that was the reason why he was <laughs> and there. You were, and you were sold on it. I was so sold. It was the coolest moment, you know, of that's a good, my, that's like, a good one, man. Six year old life, you know, like seeing Batman. It's to the joke of like, we were talking about this other day and I think with you and also with Allie where it's like a lot of my core memories are like weirdly sad some in ways, you know, mm-hmm. but it's like, that's a core memory that is incredibly positive. Yeah, a little, cool. little inside out reference for that yeah. core memory. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I don't know why, um, why Robin wasn't there. He had a reason for that as well. I think he was like, "Oh, he's in the Batcave. He's just hanging out, looking for <laughs> the Joker." And I he's was like, a, "Okay, yeah." He, he was a professional Batman. He was ready for any any questions coming oh, his I'm way. Sure. Anything that I was, and also, do people still do that? Like, is that still a thing that happens? Yeah, I think, do people I think, hire like, strangers to come to the, your house and like? Yeah, be, I mean, a, I think I've seen character? it way more with like Avengery type stuff. Like, we had Iron okay. Man come, Spider Man come, stuff like that. That's Pro- cool. probably yeah. more masked figures, though. Like, yeah, you don't want to. Yeah, I haven't seen clowns in a while. I think that one's fallen off. Yeah, I was always wondering if it was my dad, but it. I, in that photo, I'm like, that's not my dad. <laughs> You know, like it's very obviously not him. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> or even like it's, it's, just, new. it's just some stranger. Yeah, you know? it's just some stranger, <laughs> some dude. I don't know, but yeah, yeah. This this could be a core again. Just would have been a better birthday party with everybody, everybody, all of his actual all buds his there. You know, unless they all die. Like I said, that could have been so scarring to see your best friends all dying in front of your eyes. Like, yeah. It's well, that was a good Finn, thing it Finn likes actual life threatening situations. So Does. the fact that. Um, Actually, I was going to say uh, my almost lovely of the episode uh, is what saves their lives is the Jelly Mold Man. The Jelly Mold Man. Was it a yeah. dude? I didn't know it was like a... Yeah, a, it was like a candy person, person, but it was a j- yeah. big jelly mold. And remember, like, Jake didn't have it set up that way. Jake was like, yep, we could have just died. It's all That's good. That's awesome. I didn't um, know that. I, the, the, I yeah, the, the Jelly Mold it. had a little smile and like little legs on him. <laughs> it's like, that's... We have Jelly Mold Man on his birthday, but, but not Marceline. My my lovely is the floating Jake. Give, give me some sugar, baby. I said that's conductor man. 
Conductor for me is... Conductor man? Okay. And yeah, but he was, it was a floating Jake. Floating Jake. At the very beginning, he's got a bunch of like balloons that he's like floating in the air oh, from yeah. and he transports Finn with to an area in front of the train that has a giant birthday cake in the background, by the way. But I, I was like, why is that not the birthday present? That's a massive cake. But <laughs> but no, I just it, it reminded me of uh, there's a Pikachu that I can't remember what the Pikachu is from, but Pikachu has... I think in yellow version, actually, in the intro um, kind of like run or whatever before the title pops up, you know, mm-hmm. I can't remember what that's called. But if you watch it on Pikachu yellow version, he's like surfing at one point. He's flying with balloons wrapped around him. And I know they've released several Pokemon cards with that. And there was a yeah. Pokemon Go like fifth anniversary Pikachu you could catch that was floating in balloons. And it looked just like that, but it was... Pikachu, not Jake. You know. So you think that um, what you think that was a direct reference to Pikachu because Jake's yellow and small and an animal. Be. It honestly could be. I, I don't know. I didn't look it up, but it, it reminded me of that, and I I just loved it. And also, Jake's just great in this episode. He's such a good friend. He's amazing when he's on a skateboard. I just want to bring up how incredible. Yeah, some that's of those what I was going to say. Tops of the episode was the conductor just like kick flipping and, and being awesome on the train. Yeah. Like he starts out, does a nollie and it's just like, yeah, what's up? Did a freaking nollie dude, you know? And then <laughs> later on in the episode, other than he does like a handstand or whatever, uh, but he does like a, I want to say it was like a switch 180 big spin or whatever over from the top of the train down to the bottom of it over that gap. And I was just like, yeah. Jake is the best character now because he can skateboard like Tony Hawk. And I yeah. am all for that. I love it too because it comes up later in the show and when Jake's daughter at one point um, has like some skateboarding friends and this is is not a spoiler because it's just a fun episode but Jake's trying to to prove to his daughter that he's cool. She doesn't really like him because he's like not around a lot and he comes and he goes to the skate park with her and her friends and he's just like, he gets into a skate off like trying to grind over this like old abandoned roller coaster and like Jake's an awesome skateboarder. And Dude, it's, it's just a great episode. I'm here for that. I'm oh, yeah. I'm so here it's, for that. It's one of my favorites of like the later seasons. Dude, that's awesome. Well, this this episode, well, actually, I was going to say my my runner-up lovely was the banana costume guy who's just like eating ramen in the, in the train. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. I'm like, why is this dude got a banana costume on? What is he? Like, all of those characters were like the pineapple guy, the banana costume guy. Like yeah. they're all different guys and girls. And I'm yeah, they don't have names, which I thought was always funny too. Like this is like appreciate banana that. Guy. Well, Dr. I'm Donut trying to remember because there were so many characters. Is the banana guy? He just he has like the top. Is he in a banana suit or is he just the top of a banana? It looks like he's in a banana suit because his skin's brown. I think, and then he's got a yellow banana on. It might and it might be Banana Man actually. There banana is, Man. They, you know, there's the Banana Guards and stuff like that. But there is a character coming down the road called these. They call him like Banana Man. I can't and, keep up with all this. Come on, Adventure and, Time. And yeah, he is like he's the top of a. Like, you know how all the bananas are like uh, Banana Guards have like the bottoms of them chopped off. And like the theory is that there's a Banana Man, and he he's like what's left over oh, from interesting. Uh, PB making the Banana Guards. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I had a, my big laugh for this episode was, which again, like there's been a handful of big chuckles, but the big chuckle for this episode was the, uh, the candy cane man who kept spinning and hitting the <laughs> Colonel smack in the, the first appearance of Colonel candy corn. Oh, he's a recurring character. Yeah. He's he, he really is the only one 
reoccurring that had like lines in this episode. Like we yeah. don't, I don't think we see Dr. Donut again. We don't see, I think we maybe see Dr. Ice Cream down the road, but like not a very big, like, but the candy, Colonel Candy Corn is the only like meta character from this episode. Mm. He kind of kicks off. Was that the first murder, right? When he is like, I'm going to kill you. Lights go out, come back on candy cans, a skeleton. Yeah. Uh, and then Dr. Donut, just very nonchalant. like, I think it was the guy who screamed, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> yeah. like, I think he's the murderer, dude. Oh, that well, and that, that intro is Finn's like terrible detectiveness. And he was like, it's the person. It's never the person you it's, expect yeah. the most. It's the person and you expect the least. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's your best friend. Yeah. You got to always suspect your best sometimes friend. Sometimes I might just be coming to murder you today, oh, you know? Sh- shoot, shoot. Oh, I'm a shoot. I'm a strapped ass bomb. Anyways, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh, dude, this, it did remind me of Bacchano. Have you ever seen, you're probably gonna say no, the anime no. Bacchano. Okay. No. Well, it's a short one. It's really good. There's so many characters involved. It's a, a murder mystery sort of thing where you've got a group looking for eternal life and blah, blah, blah. They're all on a train. Uh, it's a good, good anime. If you're okay. looking for a quick one to watch at some point. Well, for, for other references too, I mean, it was obviously very similar to Murder on the Orient Express. Obviously, this was like the the influence that came from that, you know? Yeah, no doubt. I've never but, seen that. You know, but, I never did either. Okay. Um, but I know it's, it's it's the same concept. There's a bunch of people on a train, somebody dies, and it's like they spend the rest of the time diving into why every person could be the murderer and why every person... It's an Agatha Christie book. I do. I love... Like she does. And then there were none... Um, very similar mm. to this as well, where like people get picked off one by one until it's like t- finally two left. And you're like, I still don't know which one the murderer is. Yeah. Allie told me a little bit about it because she had mentioned that. She had also mentioned uh, Clue, the movie from the 80s. Yeah. That's a, oh, no, actually, that's a early 90s one, I think. Is it? Okay. Yeah. And that's a great well, one she, too. She mentioned both of those. And, and I was like, yeah, maybe I'll, I'll look at that. And then we talked about it. And basically, I learned how, like, all the endings to the murder yeah. of the, the Orient Express or whatever it's called. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, okay, well, now I know what happens. But I don't know. Maybe I'll still. But the check best it out. reference with this, and actually, the the one that almost serves better is um, a reference to elements of the David Fincher movie, The Game, from 1997, where it's like it is a mystery, a man who finds himself in many life-threatening situations, and then the end of it, it was an elaborate birthday present set up by his brother. And then the oh. most notable common element is uh, the scene where Finn and Jake are saved from falling to their deaths by the the you know Jelly Bowl Man, and it mirrors the scene where Michael Douglas's character has a suicide attempt that's thwarted when he lands on a giant inflatable, which what it turns out to be his birthday party. So like, oh man, it's like and, so many that's similar one your, elements. One of your favorites. I'm, no, I'm reading a description <laughs> of that for sure. I know. I'm just messing with you. Come, but I just couldn't out. help but say that's like a that's like a scene. For, it sounds like a scene for scene of this episode. It, it kind of does, man. It, it reminds me how like Sky High is basically My Hero Academia and no one will address the fact that... Or, sorry, My Hero Academia is Sky High, which yeah. is another anime. I'm just full of anime crap today. Yeah, we, we got a lot I, of it today. Well, also... Today, we're recording this like way in advance. Today is the Pokemon Johto day, which I'm so freaking excited about. So I think I just got like Japanese culture, Japanese <laughs> animes, you've cartoons. You've been studying up. Dude, I am so excited. After this, we're going to go in the freezing cold and potential rain of Nashville Ugh. and uh, play a little Pokemon Go. Catch some 
some Johto guys. And I know hopefully I'm going to go weekend. to our Atlanta weather where it's 61 and sunny and go get maybe an outside beer today. Hey, Ned, you, you, you suck. I Ned. suck. I'm a, I'm going to come down there to Atlanta today and murder your butt. Beat, beat the, the hell out but of also, you. please don't get murdered today because I'm suspect number one now because I yeah. just said that on a podcast that will be posted online. Yes. So, and then people will investigate you. Yeah. Poorly. Well, my thoughts and prayers are with you and your outside beer today for sure. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's take a, let's take a short break. I, I really don't have too much else. I have a couple of deep thoughts on this episode. Um, but then, uh, but then yeah, we'll take it from there. Sounds good. All right. Coming this summer into a theater near you in a world where the world is run by big manly men. There's one man that stands alone. Wow, Babyface. Babyface Jones comes to theaters near you with action-packed, just freaking awesome action scenes where Babyface saves the world. I'm Babyface, and I'm going to save the world. You can run, bad guy, so you better run. Manly-faced men don't stand a chance. Apparently, Jones is my middle name now, or last name. I'm not really sure, right? I'm, it's canon. <laughs> That's <was> bad. <laughs> Ned, welcome back. Welcome back. There's something about that voice that just hurts my throat so bad. <laughs> yeah. Y'all, we had to do like four takes of that one. It still <laughs> turned out pretty bad. It was, they were all terrible. And I think all we're just going to go with the first one. It was supposed to be a murder mystery movie, but... Uh, I don't know. We're not going to get any money from that sponsor. That's for sure. <laughs> the movie will make plenty of money. Don't worry. Oh, uh, the movie's going to freaking murder. Just like murder. Babyface. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, okay. I, had a, I had a fun, deep thought. Um, it is more for like some Adventure Time fans out there. Okay. And I just thought it was funny that, you know, those of you who know Josh and Margaret, um, Jake's parents, it is like... Josh and Margaret detective agency and that they are like straight up, you know, detectives and they do adventuring, you know, they, they fight demons and they fight, you know, all these powerful entities and stuff, but it's like out of a detective agency. And I just thought that was so funny because Finn is so bad at it. It's like the one thing he didn't inherit from his upbringing was (laughs) his parents' detective skills. His foster parents didn't teach him any good talent or techniques or whatever for no no and maybe again because he's just kind of more dead set on adventuring and stuff like that and and maybe they had i think they did have a little bit more of their detective days before finn and jake were in the picture i wonder how how long ago did finn and jake leave the nest if you will yeah that's they never really directly answer that there there's one point um and it's actually in the hbo specials where I won't tell you the lead up to it, but you do see young Finn and Jake at the treehouse, kind mm-hmm. of like on their own. So they do stake out on their own after after a little while. And it's and it's really I you don't really know what happens to Joshua and Margaret either. Um, if if I'm not mistaken. Oh, no? Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Well, we know he's alive. He's not dead right no, now. No, that's that's Jerome. Yeah. So So interesting. Damn, dude, that's that's wild that they never really addressed the parents. What happens to them? Yeah, I I know that they they end up like going out on their own. Jerome stays back, uh, pretty much, and stays at their parents' house. 
but they never really directly say like, when did they go out on their own? Like, did Jake's parents die or did they leave? And just like, did Jake just want to take care of like, you know, little, little eight year old boy Finn in the treehouse? Like you, mm-hmm. you just never know. But I just thought that that was kind of a, an interesting connection between this episode and uh, what was the episode? I think it's like Joshua and Margaret adventures or something like that. Um, well, no doubt. I love the idea of them being detectives and, and in this world, the land of ooh, they're needing to be detectives in general, I think is a cool concept. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is a really cool. And then in that whole episode, you'll, you'll see like how they interact and like investigate things. Like where, where does the problems come up? But it, it, it does help explain like why Finn is an adventurer and helps people and fights demons and stuff. But they go about it with a very detective mentality and mm. Finn goes about it with very like, I'm the hero, you're the villain mentality. And when he tries to play detective, he's pretty bad at it. Maybe they were like the Scooby-Doo family or something, but it's reverse. It's all dogs and then one human. (laughs) It is like reverse Scooby-Doo. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) That's so funny. Anyways, man. man. Another deep thought I had about this episode was just like, you know, the detectives and, you know, I had that moment too at the beginning. And I was like, this person, you know, Ken came in, just died. Nobody blinks an eye. Finn doesn't blink an eye. Finn doesn't blink an eye the whole episode when everybody's dying until Jake dies. And I was like, man, it's it just reminded me in the big world picture of it all, like uh, being like desensitized by true crime. Um, mm-hmm. Podcast, mm-hmm. TV shows, documentaries, that when it's not directly like happening to you, to people you know, you can be like, oh yeah, like the murderer, like, blood was all over the house and you could see like the thing was stabbed through her head and ate them. And you're like, Oh yeah, that's crazy. Like, but I want to know the mystery, you know? Could you, yeah, I, I, I can't, I don't listen to those things because in my mind, like I just, I like make it too real almost, you know? Cause I'm like thinking about like, Oh, what would that be like? Oh, what would happen? Like you would be losing like your animal instinct, like instincts would just be taking over and you'd be like not not even in control, like I, like your brain would not be able to function. Fight or flight would kick in. Yeah, and, and, and dude, I mean it's terrifying. Finn's, Finn's fight kicks in only when Jake dies, only when he's holding Jake's yeah. skeleton, and then he grabs the root sword, which we're gonna talk about in a second. Yeah, um, and it's is it weird that Finn is like gung ho about it? He's like people are dying, and he's just like, oh sweet, a murder mystery. Let's do this. Yeah, you know? and, like, and I was like, maybe this like it's like Finn's overstimulation of seeing yeah. like tragedies happen that Lots he of people oh, dying around. Him I don't know, lack yeah. of empathy for lack of sympathy for the candy people. I should well, say. well certainly if if like say Susan Strong was there from the one episode we've seen her and she died. I think again, like to what your theory was or your kind of conversation or conversation last week that, you know, I think he would feel way more upset. I mean, even with Jake, he's, he's pretty upset, but like if your best friend gets murdered, I, I would imagine you would react even more, um, I don't know, wild or like, or like even more crazy, even more sad than he was. He was just like, well, I'm still level headed and I'm going to go fight this guy. I'm pissed off, but like, what you know? Whatever. You think he, yeah, like, you think he'd be a little bit more frantic. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. but it, that there is something in me that goes: if Susan died like that, he would have lost it in the yeah. last episode. Yeah, and it, that's that's why I was like, it, it's either an inconsistency or just like 
you know, as we're as we're getting to know True Finn, it just doesn't fit True Finn uh, hero mentality. That if somebody if <laughs> it either says Finn either felt something fishy at the from the beginning and knew this was kind of like a setup for Maybe him, so. or that he doesn't really feel a connection with candy people, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe it's, I mean, it's pretty often that he's putting himself in dangerous situations to where he could like actually die. And, and he's barely made it out so many times. Maybe he's desensitized to that. Maybe like you're saying, like maybe candy people die all the time and princess bubblegum can just make new ones. So like he is their hero, but at the same time he's, he's just not like, if he fails, it's just a learning curve. He's just, you know, he'll get better next time. Yeah. So I, I don't know. know. It's it, it that just that's the only thing that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Rubbed me, rubbed me an interesting way. Wow, that sounded bad. <laughs> okay, Nat. I don't want to hear how you're rubbing. You're getting rubbed <laughs> while we watch it. time. Rubbed. <laughs> I don't know, man. That that was just kind of like uh, my. Uh, it's, it's not very deep, but um, that's what it reminded me of, and, yeah. and kind of was like just. I had to sit and think about that and be like, this is just doesn't it feel like Finn. It feels like the desensitizing of violence in Finn's life. And, you know, but, oh yeah, got to talk about the root sword. Oh, dude, is that, is that a permanent new sword? Uh, to some degree, yes. Okay. Now it makes appearances many times, not just in the upcoming season, but like Ooh. down the road too. Like we, this is a sword that doesn't just disappear. Now, it's sitting on the back of a train. I tried to, to even look into it to see if it had special powers or was made from a root. It does look like the root itself, that's the, the hilt. Um, you see the uh, in one episode in Bonnie and Nettie, uh, you see the roots of the tree that grows on top of the Candy Kingdom, and it has these red roots. So it does look like my theory... My theoretically speaking here theoretically speaking. is that the root sword's hilt is made from the roots of the tree on top of the candy kingdom and has some sort of like super strong magic powers. But it's, it's always kind of like his backup sword through the show. I feel does like does Finn carry it with him or does it just kind of show up places? He carries it with him for, I know for like the rest of the season. Okay. Um, and then I saw that there were some appearances of it in seasons later down the road. And I think it's more, when he gets a better sword, this one just stays in the treasure room. When he loses that better sword, this is always kind of like, this one's always there. It just doesn't have any like super special attributes. Yeah. Sometimes you got to go back to your roots, man. Oh, go back yeah. to the Maybe that's, maybe that's why it's the root sword. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, I like it. I'm down for it. It's not as beat up as the last sword was, the, the gold sword or whatever. It has an actual name and I don't recall yeah. what it was. Um, but that was a cool sword, but... I'm like I said, we've talked about how excited we are to get into all of Finn's swords and as he grows and all that stuff. So second sword, I'm down. Yeah, we're, sword. we're on it. Yeah. And we, we had there, I'm you know, good thing last episode, he didn't really need a sword uh, cause he wasn't going to like kill the humans cause he didn't have one. Yeah. So yeah, he didn't really do the fighting in the last episode. It was, mm -hmm. I think he was like afraid to he was like, I'm gonna go, what did he say? Something about negotiate with them or yeah, I'm gonna go he was try to more, convince them it's okay. Yeah, he was way more diplomatic. Yeah. Which is even that, I mean, he's about to be 13. He's 13 now. Like that seems to be a sign of growth, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. You know, it's more diplomatic than season one Finn, for sure. Yeah. 
Cool. See a little wow. growth, little growth in Finn, man. Little growth and then a little backtracking and the fact little that he just tra- lots of backtracking. Uh, people that get murdered. <laughs> oh man. No, we yeah, can, we, we're analyzing that. We're holding Finn to a higher standard here. Well, you know, he's our boy. He's, yeah, our boy, he, he's your boy and he's becoming my boy. I know. Well, well, two other things. Um, yeah. I thought were just fun facts of this episode. Lay it on me. Uh, I loved the poster in the background that said, keep an eye out for UFOs. Mm-hmm. thought that and was hilarious. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got to give the sound bite a chance. Uh, and the cooler one was actually the song in this one, I guess more the, the mystery song sounding one, was Sneaky Panther Pants, which was a theme from SpongeBob SquarePants. Um, it, when it was abridged and then turned high-pitched. Uh, and it was Nicholas Carr who was the music editor. And so I think he like repurposed this SpongeBob song, changed the key, abridged the song. What SpongeBob um, episode? I don't. Yeah, I had to. I actually I looked it know. up on YouTube and just type in "Sneaky Panther Pants," and okay. it's. Uh, you, you'd be like, "Oh yeah, I, I recognize." It kind of sounds like like Pink Panther esque song. Is it, it's the one that goes, "Whatever bothers you, never bothers me." No, no, it's not, <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's not the Tiny <laughs> that Tim is such song. A creepy. That is such a creepy song. <laughs> it is a very That's a creepy good one. Song. The 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 murder movie, the Hey Baby Face that we were trying to create, which I think is probably going to end up being him just being a hero, whatever Michael chooses of of the people or whatever. <laughs> that that's his theme song. If you need to imagine more of like, let's flesh out this movie some more. Babyface's theme song is "Whatever bothers you, never bothers me." That that whole song, <laughs> I can't even sing it. It's way too high It's so me. bad. It's so bad, man. <laughs> what oh. am I singing? No, you no, I did the Tiny oh. Tim song. Oh yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> I don't know the words. That's why I was kind of like mumbling through it. I was like, I don't really know what the song is, but uh, <laughs> oh man, well, Russell, it reminds me of any... the. Sorry, oh, <laughs> no, no, it reminds you of what? It re- that song reminds me of the. Uh, I got a brand new pair of roller skates. That song, you know, is, you got a brand new key. You don't, no, know, I don't that? know. I don't know that one. Oh, dude, that one's also terrible. Or I don't know. Anyways, it was like on a commercial. There was a, some commercial or something um, a couple years back that used that. Anyways, <laughs> all right, moving on. Come on, let's moving on. I just wanted to say, did you have any other uh, like like high arching thoughts, facts, or feelings about this episode? Um, I have a lesson. Which isn't really what you're going for, but my lesson is your best friend is the murderer and you just can't trust anyone. Oh, dang. That's, that's uh, a hard lesson. That's what I learned. You know, sometimes you got to learn the hard lessons. That's true. That's true. Sometimes he has to suspect Jake. Yeah. Suspect Jake. Sus- suspect people named Ned that co hosts a podcast with you. Yeah. I'm the murderer. Ned's the murderer. <laughs> I don't know. I, my uh, lesson was you can't be good at everything. You got to yeah. pick being a detective or being a hero. Uh, you, you can't be good at, at everything. And, and Finn's learned it. I think he likes to have fun, but I'm going to call it here. He's just not going to be a good detective. I was going to say Sherlock Holmes doesn't really fight people, but I think we saw in the Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes <laughs> where he can hyperanalyze an opponent's move and be an incredible combatant. That's not true, but yeah. yeah that was very movie movie <laughs> it's Sherlock Holmes I rather enjoyed that movie I'm not gonna oh, lie it's great it's a great one I, I love yeah. that movie I'm gonna have to rewatch that maybe yeah that's tonight. now we'll now see. I'm in the mood to watch that one today I too, so. but I gotta it's Pokemon day man I gotta yeah, watch go, go the to your Pokemon movie stuff. finally yeah well send us out on a high note Russell tell us yeah. uh where, where we can find us listen rate review travelers listen 
stick with me now, please plug in. Um, my name is Russell and I'm here with a, an important message. Important Thank message. you for listening. Thank you for checking us out. Thank you for being here on this journey with us. Sorry, I'm being so formal and weird. Uh, but you know, it's always the creepy weird ones. And maybe I'm the murderer. Maybe I'm Ned's murderer. Uh, watch murder. out, Ned. Um, <laughs> y'all, thank you so much for listening. Go check us out. Review us, Apple Podcasts, all that stuff. It helps a lot. Even if you don't listen there, we got to get those ratings and reviews up. Uh, you know, it keeps us motivated. It keeps us wanting keeps to going. do certain things with this podcast and really put more time into it when we know it's uh, being appreciated, you know, and yeah, I don't know. But either way, either way we're going to keep doing it. Like, we love it. It's so much fun. But uh, I do love seeing you guys getting in, engaged and involved in any way that you can. Instagram us. Check us out. Never Ending Adventure Podcast. It's not all clips from the show. Sometimes we do, you know, just like a little fun post or like, this is what I'm checking out. What do y'all think about blah, blah, blah. Uh, TikTok, Never Ending Adventure Cast. Twitter, NEA underscore podcast. Uh, I'm not really in no Ned season anymore, but maybe I'll bring you back at some point. Uh, email us at nea.travelerslog at gmail.com. Any of your thoughts, opinions, feelings about certain episodes that are coming up, let us know ahead of time. Uh, leave whatever the subject is that you want it to be about, and we'll like discuss that subject on those episodes. Uh, check it pretty frequently. So anything that's worth talking about, we will. Yeah. Well, um, instead of having bad advertisements, we might have a little... Our break might be a three minute breakout on, on the question you asked and the, the topic oh, yeah. we can discuss, you know, for sure. And also YouTube, if you want to go subscribe on YouTube, even if you don't listen there, that's another way you can help us out. Uh, get that algorithm going as well. But anyways, that's all I got. Uh, thank you so much. And next week's going to be another fun one. I'm sure I haven't watched it yet, but I'm sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's going to be fun. Don't the season two ends strong, like very, very strong. Are we almost at the end? We've got about five left after this, I think. Okay. No, five to six left. Dude, I'm not ready for season two to be over. I feel like season two just started. Yeah. It's been it's been wild, man. We've almost this is almost uh almost a full year in. Oh my gosh. Which is crazy. Man. That is so cool that we've been doing this podcast for, for that long. This is episode number forty eight, which is one of my favorite numbers, and two away from fifty. Yeah, we've got to have big. something for Episode 50. I don't know what it's going to be. We'll pop 50 bottles of champagne. on While we're doing the podcast. While we're doing the podcast. We'll have 50 voice actors from the show come on and, and guest on all in the one episode. Because everybody's paying attention now. Oh, yeah. Like, everybody's paying attention. Oh, yeah. Um, all right. I'll get out of here. Y'all, have a great week. Uh, enjoy your time. Enjoy your people. Go celebrate a birthday. Even if you don't have one this week, maybe that's the call to action. Truly, it's just... Go throw a random birthdays. birthday party. Yeah. Yeah. Crash Celebrate yourself. Else's. Yeah, crash someone That's the surprise. <laughs> that's that's the surprise element is that uh, they don't know you. And hey, you can everyone's 21 this week. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to uh, be my eighth, eighth annual 21st birthday. There you go. Well, our birthdays aren't for a while, actually. I know. I know. Uh, and gotta, I'm not looking be forward to... I'm not looking for the 29. I don't want it. I'm not I ready for it. Too close to the big one. Yeah, I mean, I want to get there eventually because I'd love to keep living, Ned. You better not come murder me today. But, uh, okay, well, he just shot me through the screen and I am fading to black. And in the meantime, y'all, birthday party forever. Love that you guys.
is a Candy Kingdom PSA. Dear citizens of the Candy Kingdom, I know we're all sweet down here, but we please encourage you to, to stop bringing non-sweet and non-nice guests to the Candy Kingdom. Due to the nature of many of these non-candy guests, we always welcome people to the Candy Kingdom. We just have experienced high level of hospitalizations from candy people being eaten, growing bottlenecks in our roads due to chunks of road brittle being consumed by these guests, and high frequency of blackouts from nibbles found in our electro licorice lines. So please, if you bring guests to our beloved can- Candy Kingdom, make sure that they remain calm in the glory of our sweetness and stop eating our homes. This has been a Candy Kingdom PSA. Also, this podcast was recorded by Russell Tyndall and Ned Pruitt and mix engineered by DJ Cowboy Hat himself, Michael Hitchcock. Thanks for listening.